Hello friends, my name is Patrick Little and welcome to A Little History. In our first season titled A Mythology Apology. Each week I'll be bringing you stories from various mythologies and folklore from around the world. These stories can be some of the most iconic tales we've known and some of them are just really weird and obscure. So join me each week as I present this to you alongside a lot of shit talking, some weird segues and some weird silly sound effects. You're listening to A Little History. Who immediately made her their queen. As a cow? No, as a human. Unfortunately, he trips on a tangled root and kind of knocks himself out. <laughs> so he's a horse mechanic and he's a son of a god. He's a horse mechanic. I didn't need a freaking story about making pies, man. I know how to make a bloody pie. I'm Koshy the Deathless. <laughs> Give me the fucking ball and I'm going to go down there and I'm going to give Gilgamesh a piece of my mind. <laughs> Sorry. Plexipus. Homeless Gandalf without a beard. I'm not going to help you at this point, but what you should do is you should leave your silver snuff box with us for us to remember you by. <laughs> silver snuff box. And she uh, she starts cursing Gilgamesh, being like, fuck you, Gilgamesh, piece of shit. So here heads back to Mycenae with Cassandra the concubine. <laughs> is that what she's known as? And one job to do, mate. One <laughs> fucking job. Don't look in the closet. I'm glad I got your attention. Welcome back, everybody, to a little history podcast. We've got uh, we've got my my lovely brother Matthew involved again. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Patrick. How your voice changed just then? Well, <laughs> your recording voice is quite lovely. Yeah. <laughs> your pre-recording voice is <laughs> wow. Do my regular grumble? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are we going to do? Another podcast? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Sound like a game show host. <laughs> You're all over it. So optimistic. <laughs> Yes, good to be back for a new. Is this a new season or is this a new one? No, uh, continued yeah. on. Okay. Continued season, um, yeah, yeah. Well, we've this will this will play after the the two week uh, two week break that I that I'm in in oh, in right now actually. I t- oh, yep. I took two weeks. Are you filming off. a movie, are you? Or? Yes, yes. <laughs> Taking a break from your show to do a couple of movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> six days, seven nights. Anyone? No. <laughs> Got a few. No. Uh, okay. A few different plates that are spinning at the moment, so uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, just just took a bit of time to to finish up with uh, with uni, and then uh, I'm just going away, uh, going away with the fam for a little long weekend next weekend, and uh, yeah, How lovely. get some sun, get some bubbles, uh, my bubbles, uh, and then <laughs> time around the pool. Very nice, very yes, nice, yes. But yes, uh, yeah, I uh, love having you back on, but uh, it is with uh, with a heavy heart that uh, I have to give you this episode. Oh no, no, because I I did uh, I did, and you know this. I did this episode with uh, with our youngest. I'm trying brother. to create suspense. <laughs> I'm trying to create suspense for the fans. But <laughs> I'm aware why I'm yeah. doing it. It's not a big not a big cliff where uh, it's we're creating up drama, to. Pat. <laughs> Drama. That's what Pretty they want. Sure, uh, Sylvester Stallone's not too worried about this cliff, mate. Like it's, no. This yeah. job is not. You're catching big. me off guard. You're just working me up and you're recording me. <laughs> <laughs> what are we uh, doing? Yes, but the, uh, the I did this episode with uh, with Daniel, and unfortunately, the uh, something, some appliance or some electric 
interference thing was going on through it and it just ruined the whole episode so pat with all this mythology we're doing you really think it was something simple like that you don't think the gods had anything to do with it oh the podcast gods yep i think so i think i've got some gods in my favor that want me to (laughs) sit down on the afternoon and listen to a story thank you mythology gods (laughs) and well don't thank them just yet because uh Uh, you're in for a, uh, a multi-episode one again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Once I think I'm out, they pull me back in. They do. They do. It's a multi. And this one's going to get you. Another saga. Another saga. Another saga. Oh, epic. Oh, God. But the, the interesting thing is, is this, this tale is still, uh, is still uh, the basis for uh, you know, um, spiritual thought today. Oh, well, sounds interesting. It made its way into the uh, the modern the mo- or modern thought or, or modern in the pop- popular culture, popular culture, and uh, mm-hmm. and and it's very very uh, well. It's basically part of the foundation of like Hinduism. There's a lot of uh, core oh. core elements uh, which we find in Hinduism, which uh, shows up in this tale. Very nice. So, yes. So, shall I tell you uh, the story of the Ramayana? You shall. Like, was that the one you got set up, or That's I get to choose? Or... Shit, <laughs> choose your own adventure. <laughs> it's well, one adventure. It just so happens, Pat, that yes, I do. The Ramayana, you say? Jeez. The Ramayana. I've been pining for it. Oh, banana Ramayana. That'd be good. So, uh, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert: there are going to be a lot of names, uh, both places and people, which I will butcher, unfortunately. Cause, uh, <laughs> That's just how we do. Part of the podcast. Not very good at pronouncing <laughs> things. Should get better, but that's all right. Uh, so, uh, yes. So, the Ramayana is uh, it's originally written by a sage by the name of Valmiki. So, somewhere between uh, 500 BC and 100 BC. Uh, so, but they're not really sure. Like, a lot of scholars aren't particularly sure. But uh, much like uh, some of the other stories that we know, it was an oral tradition. Yeah, there's a few hundred years there where it could have been made, okay. Yeah, well, where it was written down, but uh, they were all talking about it. it was an oral tradition before that, so that, mm-hmm. that's that been going back. There's no, no way of telling exactly how long people were talking or telling the story or retelling the story before then, but yeah. I'm sure the story stayed that accurate over those retellings as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> Precisely to the point. No Chinese whispers going on? Nah, nah. They were straight down the line. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> it was many lines because there are so many different accounts of this story. Uh, so it's something to be aware of, uh, both for yourself and all the listeners out there. Uh, this is one of the versions. Uh, I'm marking it down now. Beautiful. Yes, yes. So this, I'm going off the <laughs> translation uh, from 1874 by R.T.H. Griffith. Um uh, but I've actually I've I've also sort of shifted a few things around just to help with the narrative a little bit more because some of the some of the old um, these old sort of writings can be really uh, uh, slow and cumbersome in some areas and then they sort of double back to uh, to to um, instances and stuff that's happened in the past but later on and you're like why don't you just put it back there but that's that's fine. <laughs> Well, that holiday did you good, Pat. You are right on the money. Oh, I'm, I'm in it. You're I'm in it right it. now. So <laughs> You're all over it. I'm floating around at the moment. I'm driftwood right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it does uh, this story. Just think of it as being uh, one of the one of the great epics. So very much like the epic of Gilgamesh, which you and I did. Ah, um, uh, yes. Yep, yeah, it's going to have. Uh, you know, it's a, is it as good as that, Pat? 
Well, that remains to be seen. Well, yeah, should be up there, hopefully. Gilgamesh, Enkidu, our favourites. Yes, there are demons. Uh, I don't believe any of them have uh, have, have snake uh, heads for cocks. Snake cock. <laughs> cocks. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any of them. Alrighty. But, uh, yeah, there's it's some fun stuff. I'm always usually looking out for that in the story, but, if we're, okay, <laughs> tell me straight off the bat. You don't need to set a watch for that one. You can... <laughs> I can't. I'm not, you're not setting me up for disappointment. Yeah. Now divert, divert your <laughs> resources elsewhere. It, it'd be a waste, okay. a, a wasted century if you put one out there I'll looking be searching for searching other stuff. <laughs> yeah. So think like yeah, think like the epic of Gilgamesh. Think uh, like Homer's Odyssey. Which yes, uh-huh. I'm going to cover it at some stage for the comments. So where with the big boys? This is a big epic. Okay. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Done. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into it. Our story begins in the city of Ayodhya. Ayodhya. Now, Ayodhya is the capital of the kingdom of Koshala, which is in like northern India. So it's like not far from like the Nepalese uh, border. Okay, very mountainy. Yeah, yeah, you do get some uh, it, mountain mountainous areas are part of it, but it also does have some good lowlands as well, I believe. I'm thinking Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. I'm thinking that kind of area. Yeah, if there's a there's got to be a Kalima around. Kalima. Some guy like ripping out hearts and shit. <laughs> That has to be. How are we allowed to watch that movie as kids? Like, that's fucking freaky. I'm pretty sure they put it on for them to go and do stuff. Like, they just put on the movie and just left to see. They don't even know what's going on. Oh, so I don't weird. know what's planned. These kids won't move for a few hours. Like, <laughs> this will scare them stiff, Joel. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so this kingdom of, uh, of, of Koshala is ruled over by the King Dasharat. Or, or, or Dasharata. But uh, you know, King Dasher. names. We'll gotcha. call him Dasherat. That's what we'll. That's what we're going with for this one. And he was known far and wide for his bravery in battle. Uh, and also, he was genuinely just uh, just an awesome king by by the by the people's accounts. So not Gilgamesh. No, he's like <laughs> he's he's, actually a good king. Yeah, yeah, he's the other side of the coin for that one. Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> Very nice. He was great in battle. Uh, he occasionally even helped out the gods fight against demons. No. This didn't really happen a lot. Uh, so it's a good privilege for him, and uh, which we'll get to that a little bit later on. Uh, but Dasharat's people loved him, and so did the gods, because, you know, he was kind, he was fair. Uh, but unfortunately, Dasharat had a deep sadness within him. Oh, no. I know, I know. Beyond blue, eh? <laughs> Just needed a chat to somebody. Are you okay, Dasharat? <laughs> are you okay, Dave Dasharat? What are you doing, mate? It's a short phone call, mate. It's easy. For the man that has it all, apparently not. Well, you know... Stand and sword, doesn't he? No, you know, he's... In spite of having... Uh, marrying three times and having three wives on the go, he has no heir. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant they're like smothering him. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Fuck okay. you, yeah. no. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm a little slow. I'm like, oh, this, this story got a little wool. <laughs> oh, just always nagging him. Just, oh, leave me alone. Jesus. <laughs> no oh, air. Okay. No air. No air. So no children. So no children at all. No children at all. Wow. So, uh, yeah, and the important thing is his wives are all princesses from uh, important neighbouring kingdoms. So and they're all duds. They're all, or maybe it's him. I'm assuming it's him firing. Uh, I'm going to say it's probably it's not him. their problem. Yeah, I didn't mean to call the women duds. <laughs> well, you know, it could it could be on either side. Like, it, there's there's both reasons why 
or examples or excuses for why they can't be having kids. But huh. Whatever it is, but the potential here is uh, is rather problematic because, you know, for the political um, ramifications that could come down, like, you know, married to three important princesses and you want to have those blood ties strengthened by having kids and all that. So, you know, shit might go down. Um, yeah. As a ruler, you want some heirs. You want, to be able to, you want to be able to solidify your power and keep everybody feeling good. So he's middle to late age, I'm assuming, if he's done all this stuff beforehand like he's you know fought all these battles and stuff he's you know he's not a young man oh no no he's, he's young he, he did he did that sort of stuff as a young man but now he's getting into like mm-hmm. his, his late his late 30s or so oh jesus he's, he's been ruling well he's a wise king so typically when you think of a wise king in these stories is is generally a bit older because he's <laughs> okay he's had enough uh he's had enough years under his belt where he can gain wisdom and do all that. Learn I stuff. forgot that life expectancy's changed a bit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Hundreds of years. I was like, oh, so what's young? So, you know, 30, 40. He'll be dead next year after he's, after he's so old. He's had a long life. Yeah. Uh, so one day, uh, Vasishta, who is the court sage, so kind of like the advisor, one of the advisors of Dasharat, uh-huh. um, he comes to Dasharat and to perform a sacrifice in order to obtain a son. So. He, he's like, mate, what we need to do, we need to get some ceremonial rituals going on and, you know, and, and, and basically put like incense and stuff into, into a fire. And, uh, and, and as they do this, uh, is, is have this as a bit of an offering to the gods. And as they do, do this, flames leap high and, uh, and, and basically uh, come into human form or some sort of human form. And nobody realizes this, but this is the god Vishnu, who is like the restorer. Without going too deep into uh, Hindu mythology with its sort of pantheons and all that, it's 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 gods because I'm not 100 percent on that. Um, basically, a little little crash course for it is that you've got three main gods in Hinduism. So you've got Brahma, who is the the creator of the universe. You've got Shiva, who's the destroyer, and then you've got Vishnu, who's the preserver and the protector of the universe. So he's a bit of the maintainer. Vishnu is. Mm-hmm. So he's 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 the bloke who uh, maintains order and a cosmic order in the universe. He's the manager. Yeah, I gotcha. yeah, he's the day manager. <laughs> Got a little power, but yeah, yeah he <laughs> does the day to day operation. Yeah, yeah, he keeps he keeps shit running. So Brahma starts it all. But he doesn't he doesn't get dividends. No, <laughs> Brahma gets dividends and all that. Uh, I gotcha. And so uh, and so. Uh, typically, you know, you'd think uh, Vashishta and Dasharat, they're pretty uh, pretty startled to uh, to see Vishnu or, or finally recognize that it's Vishnu. And Vishnu goes to King Dasharat and he says, uh, give this to your three queens. And he hands Dasharat a, a bowl full of nectar. Get them to consume this and they'll, these, 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 women, these women will bear your sons. Does this still happen in fertility clinics? Like, is this how it's all done? I've never been to one, so I don't know what happens. Spawn closed doors. It's very, it's just... very strange. I lo- I... <laughs> we'll have to get our listeners to comment if this is actually what happens. Yeah, exactly. Pay a few thousand dollars to get a bowl of nectar. Ah, just drink this, love. From a flaming god. <laughs> that'd, be right. that'd, be, that'd be worth your money. It's weird how it's nectar. Of... Like, oh, it's just yeah. fish new juice or something like that. Yeah, it's like, is it a bit of smoke and mirrors from the fertility clinic. <laughs> this will work. <laughs> it's like Wizard of Oz. The doctor will see you now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, <geez>. So, <laughs> but he um, tells her they got to drink this nectar. Yeah, he goes, give this nectar to your wives, and uh, and you'll be right. And uh, Dasharat falls to his knees, 
and he thanks uh, thanks to God, and he rushes off to his yeah, to give the precious uh, nectar to his wives. And not long afterwards, um, stuff happens. Uh, nine months later, we'll say, after the cons- uh, <laughs> consumption of the nectar, uh, Kushalia, who is uh, Dasharat's first queen, gives birth to a son who they named Rama. Rama. Oh, so it was it was potent nectar. It works straight up, straight away. Wow. Don't worry about the cycles or anything like that. Just get it in you. I mean, <laughs> it works straight off. Yeah. You throw the calendar right out the window. So he's known as Rama, but also Rama. So I may, I may switch between Rama and Rama as the story goes, but hopefully I just stick it at, uh, at Rama because Rama's fun. Uh, and so the second queen <laughs> by the name of Kakei uh, gives birth to a son also by the name of Bharat. And then the third wife, uh, Samitra, uh, who's the youngest queen, uh, gave birth to twins named Lakshman and Shatrugan. So don't worry about no, all she, had a, she had a little bit of extra nectar, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> he filled her cup too hard. Yeah, she squirreled a little bit away. Well, she probably was uh, the last one. It's like, all right, love, you got to finish all that. She's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. yeah, he didn't measure it out properly. He's like, ah, just finish it all. <laughs> don't leave a fallen man behind, love. <laughs> I don't have a fourth wife, so yeah. <laughs> Okay, just throw it in the river. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so four boys uh, from three wives. So they're, they're looking and feeling good. Uh, and the boys, uh, as the boys grew, Rama proved himself to be skilled in the way of kings and was equally adept at the skills of a warrior. So he's basically a good leader or at least has the skills or the, uh, the attributes of a good leader, being, you know, wise and fair and benevolent and all that. But he's also a gun warrior. Benevolent. <laughs> Is that right? He's oh, benevolent that already. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Benevolent. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah. It's a great word. It is. Just for a child to be benevolent. It's old. Oh, no, no. No, they've, they've grown into young young men. So, like, snap to, like, 16 years later. So, like, they're at the... Snap at the, forward. Okay. At the cusp of manhood. I think you need a sound effect there, Pat. So, just a little fast forward in time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm 16 and benevolent. <laughs> I just learnt that word. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. met a benevolent teenager? Like, <laughs> no no fucking all. chance. <laughs> Moody is there. <laughs> Lemos. Uh, oh well. Uh, yeah. So he becomes skilled in the ways of the warrior. Uh, <laughs> the way of the warrior. Sorry, I was yeah, watching yeah. Futurama the other day. <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah, that is way of the warrior. Who's the who's the, uh, the fly dude? Yeah, yeah. Name. You do not have the will of the warrior. <laughs> Like, oh, shit. I win again because you are a woman. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Rematch? Okay. <laughs> I win again. Uh, but the, uh, the, I guess the, the iconic thing for Rama is that with his, uh, with his will of the warrior, he's, uh, he's particularly um, skilled in the bow. That's his, that's his jam. Oh, we got a little Legolas, do we? Yeah, like if he's going into like a like a free for all, a battle royale or something, you better believe he's taking a bow and arrow as his favorite weapon. Like that's what he does. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he resembled the supreme spirit Vishnu, for Vishnu had indeed been partly reborn in him for special purpose on Earth. We'll get to that later. So you go, yeah, that's not not bad nectar at all. I mean, you got a bit of Vishnu in you. <laughs> does that mean he's redhead or <laughs> he's a ginger? <laughs> He's got a fiery temper. He's got that flaming, yeah, he's got that flaming head of hair. <laughs> he gets to grow up to be a gardener or something. Fuck. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. The guy who just continually repaints the Sydney uh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. It's not what I meant by maintaining. Fuck. 
Oh, this sucks. Um, so, however, even Rama did not even realize that he was part. A part of him was a god because, like, you know, don't worry about that, mate. Like, plenty of us had that problem. Like, you walk around not knowing you're a god. Uh, here's a. I'll give you a little uh, description of Rama as well. So, quote: Rama was as dark as a rain cloud. His eyes were shaped like lotus flower and glistened as black, uh, blackly as his curly hair. Although his frame was slim and slight, he had a powerful waist and chest like a lion. So he's he's basically like one of those guys. He's like a model. Ah, uh, okay, yep. He's he's like a like a like a model, but super fucking like pow- powerful. Like he's not he's jacked, but he's not like Hulk jacked and all that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's Renaissance picture jacked. Like oh. <laughs> all the jack dudes in that um, Renaissance pictures. Are nah, they all plump? <laughs> No, where that like all the gods and stuff, they're all just like you know, they're ripped. The ones I'm thinking of is that like they're all guys who used to play pro footy like five years ago, and now they (laughs) since since they don't have to do preseason or anything like that, they're just like just they've still got the muscle there, but it's uh, got a little bit of pudge around there as well. They still eat and drink the same amount, but (laughs) they don't train. Yeah, yeah. Um, So some descriptions actually, actually a lot of descriptions have Rama being uh, having blue skin. Oh, that would make you stick out. I'd probably believe I was a god if I had blue skin, but I wouldn't be (laughs) questioning it. You're not going to be inquisitive about that? Blue (laughs) skin. Nah, (laughs) that'd be awesome. Uh, But the good thing about that was that everybody loved him and it was obvious that he was most suitable to be king. So that's fun. And Dasharat, you know, however, he unfortunately, or, you know, just a bit of a fly in the ointment, he did promise Kakei, who's his second wife, um, mm-hmm. who is the mother of Bharat, that uh, that he would uh, would make Bharat the crown prince of Ayodhya. Oh, why did he promise that? Well, Kakei was Dasharat's favorite wife. So she, okay. she'd been in his ear. Uh, you know, and just, you know, pulling some favours and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't refuse your favourite. But the weird thing was, is that Kakei openly and wholeheartedly recommended that Rama uh, Rama should be king. So she was like, yeah, Dasharat had made a promise uh, to, I believe it was Kakei's father. Um, and also, uh, yeah, that, uh, that Barat would be crown prince, which is still, you know, something that can happen. But uh, Kakei's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 Rama's the man. He should be king. Look at him. He's blue. Like, true blue. Like, do it. Like, he, this guy needs <laughs> to be, this guy needs to rule. Is he blue, like, sad? Or is it like... <laughs> That's like a lie. Is it like his dad? <laughs> it's his dad? <laughs> Dasharad's loving life now. He's loving life now. Yeah, I suppose he does. So too many sons. Yep. What a problem. And uh, his, his last, uh, or his, his twins, uh, they've... Uh, Lakshman and uh, Shatrugan, they, uh, they, they, well, Lakshman in particular, he becomes particularly attached to Rama as, uh, as you know, being like, you know, compadres, while Shatrugan becomes uh, rather attached to Bharat. The best of friends. So they, they, uh? but, but they all, all four princes love each other very deep, deeply. So it's, you know, loving family, everyone's, everyone's keen. But, you know, you can see where your preference lies. Uh, and so they, they grew up. Uh, you know, learning the arts, sciences, scripture, and statecraft from uh, from Yashista. So, oh, sorry, Vashista. Sorry. So they they're growing up to be princes, and then uh, one day, well, they were still young boys. So it's about it's, it's about fifteen, sixteen years. Uh, the mm-hmm. great or a great sage by the name of Vishvamitra, he arrives at Dasharat's court. So we'll call him Vishi. Oh, Vishi. 
Vishy arrives at Dasharat's court and he goes, mate, I need the help of Rama. Uh, he's, I need him to help me uh, by slaying a demoness. I'm a demon. Uh, by the name of Thataka. This this fucking shit just keeps it on, keeps on attacking me. Can you send me your kid? Because uh, he's pretty awesome with a bow. Could you send? Could, can he come with me to help take care of this demon? And uh, Dasharat, he's a little bit worried. And he's like, "Fuck, mate! He's only just a child." Uh, but Vashishta, who's the who's his advisor, uh-huh. he's like, "Mate, you, you should let Rama go. I mean, it's a bit dangerous, but uh, 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 Vishi, like, mate, he's uh, he's pretty fucking awesome sage. Like, you should go. Like, imagine what he could learn learn from that." And uh, Dasharat, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, cool." I suppose it will be beneficial for Ram to spend a bit of time with him. So that's cool. So you send, oh. you send your kid off uh, to fight demons as a child. Good advice. Uh, risk to reward ratio. Yeah. Well, he's never, <laughs> he's never had kids, Pat. So he doesn't know. He's, <laughs> he's been plopped. These four kids. He doesn't know what to do with them. <laughs> he's not sure. Nah, I don't know. Send him into peril. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I don't know. That sounds pretty good. Just wants a piece of quiet. <laughs> Shit. It's like camping younger. Just go out in the wilderness, whatever. <laughs> Leave us alone. Get some fresh air. Hunt a bear with a stick. Go for it. <laughs> okay. But uh, so uh, unwillingly, uh, Dasharat he uh, he gave in to the pressures, and he goes, "All right, I'll send Rama away." And 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 <laughs> put some hair on that blue chest. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and uh, and and Lakshman being uh, being rather attached, he decides to go with Rama as well. So they both accompany uh, Vishvamitra to his hermitage. And uh, when they arrive there, Vishy gives Ram, Rama some magical weapons and he teaches him and Lakshman uh, good morality lessons and shit like that. And then uh, and then Rama, uh, sorry, then the boys confront the demoness Tataka and in a bit of fight, they succeed and vanquish the demons. So I'm not really going to go into too many details about the demons that pop up in these stories because... Um, no. they're, they're See you all, later. Yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. They're like, bye. <laughs> they don't put up much of a fight, apparently. <laughs> oh, I got, I got beaten. I'm a demon. Well, you know, the, the kids have magic weapons now, and Rama's, you know, park god. He's he's doing all right now. Uh, yeah, most of the demons uh, are sort of like uh, anthropomorphic, so they've very human-like, but also, you know, it's same deal with. Uh, with uh, a lot of the Near Eastern and, uh, you know, monsters that have, might have, like, bird legs, like bird talons for legs, <laughs> scale, scaled bodies. Uh, That'd be awesome. You know, many heads. So they're, like, lame, lame X-Men. So, like, one of them scales. <laughs> that's his god power. Like, you're sick. Oh, <laughs> I've got the, scales. So they like that, 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 re- uh, that, what was it? The, um, the really inept one out of the first... Uh, oh, he got spikes first... out of him, but they're yeah, really yeah. they're like porcupine spikes. It's like yeah, that's handy, like, great. <laughs> yeah, stay away from me, like bud. <laughs> I have useless superpowers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, but they're, obvi- they're they're very. These demons are very. Uh, you know, they're dangerous. But it's all like, oh, instead of you know, uh, you know, human arms, I've got uh, you know, a lion's paws or something like that. So, <laughs> So he can't hold anything. I love how you're making up <laughs> stuff and it just makes them sound not terrifying at all. <laughs> He's trying to hold a sword. No, no, no. Like, I'm talking about the demons. No, no. Yeah, because they're, they're wild. They're wild and crazy. <laughs> they've got lines, paws for hands. No wonder they're pissed off. <laughs> they've got, got to have a thumbs. Opposable <laughs> thumbs. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> shit. Uh, and so after this battle, uh, Vichy, he goes, now you will travel with me to the great capital of Vayadea. So, where the king Janak is choosing a husband for his daughter Sita. Sita. 
Oh. Yes. Sounds so, like a setup, Pat. Oh. <laughs> so, but there's Little blind this, and, Yeah, and this is the whole reason why uh, Vishvamitra wanted Rama to accompany him on his uh, to the, his hermitage anyway. Ulterior I mean, motives, eh? Uh, no, the demoness was a problem. Like the Taka did, you know, did need to be got. Uh, but cheeky sage, cheeky sage, he he knows what's up. I'm very cheeky. He needed a bachelor. Exactly. Well, and and what better than a bachelor who's you know the the basically like a reincarnate of Vishnu. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty good dude, and is uh, kind of like looking to pair it up with a pretty good chick because uh, Sita was the daughter of the earth, uh, meaning Aren't while she pa- was a... Ba- yes. <laughs> Aren't we all children of the earth? <laughs> <laughs> or Mother Gaia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But while she was a baby, uh, she had appeared to King Janak from the furrow uh, in a ploughed field. So she rocks up to him uh, in the bush and he's like, ah, oh, yep, I'm going to take you home and raise you as, as my kid. Um, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of him. Yep. <laughs> he didn't he didn't plant her at least. <laughs> well, or steal her. Yeah. <laughs> or steal her. yeah. Just going over oh. some mushrooms, mum. <laughs> oh, a kid. So a kid. Whoop, baby. Free baby. Um Sita was in fact uh, another uh, incarnation of uh of the goddess uh, Lakshmi. Oh, Lakshmi. The thing about Lakshmi is Lakshmi is the uh, the eternal wife of Vishnu. Oh, so they are literally a match made in heaven. There it is. This is beautiful. Look, I'm, I'm paying attention, Pat. I've had the holiday. Yeah. I feel You're on like, it. Oh, I'm refreshed. Oh. You're on it. It's not, maybe not in the end of the epic, but at the start, I'm, all, I'm, I'm in it. It's steaming now. Yeah. Um, so Lakshmi, in all of their, uh, in all of their incarnations, their her and Vishnu have been have been married and joined. So the incarnation of uh, of Lakshmi is there so that she can marry Ram. So they are star-crossed lovers. They always they have to be right? They are. They they're really really it's 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 a proper proper match uh, Indian matchmaking. Mm. That's that's done. Puts that's put it. a pressure on the two kids if they don't get along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to marry. Yeah. So the thing about Sita is everyone who saw Sita loved her instantly. And uh, all the suitors uh, had to enter into a contest. Is it an archery contest? Because we know a boy can shoot an arrow. Good with a bow. Um, very, very. Uh, you, you're not far off from that at all. They need to partake in this contest, and whoever wins this this contest uh, will be able to ma- marry marry our lovely Sita. Now, the contest. Uh, you were right on the money when uh, when in the in the, the the realm of archery because it is the bow of Shiva. Uh, that has been placed in the in the in the center of a large court uh, of, Ga- of of the king Janak. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge bow. It's a massive bow. It's a heavenly bow. <laughs> and who, whoever's able to uh, lift and string this bow uh, will be able to marry Sita. It's a little Excalibur kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty pretty sane way to decide who gets to marry. The reincarnation of, of of a goddess, the eternal the eternal wife of Vishnu. Just, whoever can string this bow and pick it up, uh, they've got the job. So um, <laughs> feats of strength, that feats of strength. This tells her all about that. Uh, so hundreds tried and hundreds failed, and then to Sita's great joy, Rama rocks up, and he uh, he not only lifts up the bow and strings the bow. But he's so strong that he goes to pull the bow back, isn't to you know, get ready to launch an arrow. 
that he ends up breaking the bow. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, what does that mean in the contest? Everyone's like, fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Is that like dropping the mic? They went nuts. <laughs> Just, Whoa! They were like, yeah! As if Janak wouldn't be like, the fuck, mate? Like, it's a bow shiver and you fucking yeah, broke that's it. That's our godly bow. <laughs> that shit wasn't cheap. Little punk. Come and break my shit and then marry my daughter. Oh, jerk. It was weird, but no, everyone is uh, everyone is ecstatic at uh, at this uh, this news and and news of Rama's wedding or you know the fourth forthcoming upcoming wedding is sent to Ayodhya and uh, King Dasharat was like fuck yeah wedding I'm gonna get on board and he <laughs> let's do it yeah so he travel he travels to uh, to to Janak's kingdom and uh, and they have a they have a great old great old uh, reunion. And Dasharat goes to Rama and he's like, wow, son, uh, you got to learn at the side of the wise Vishy. Uh, you get to slay a demoness. You know, the Takas, she's she's a bitch. So, you know, good on her. And you got magical weapons. And you learn how, like, all about morality and all that. And now you get to marry the reincarnated eternal wife of your own reincarnate, reincarnated eternal self. Like, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> this is what traveling does for you, Pat. It makes you grow. Just <laughs> exactly. you grow. <laughs> you travel off oh. with weird older men <laughs> old good you things will happen things. to you <laughs> you learn a lot there you go kids <laughs> life lessons <laughs> uh, but yeah no so he's uh, he's pretty chuffed about about what's happened with his son and uh, after the, festi- uh, the festivities were over uh, Rama his wife Sita and Dasharat return home to Ayodhya where a bigger and the other fella waiting. and the uh the twin that came with him? Sorry? Or was he there? Didn't the twin go with him on the journey? Oh, he did, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's like the awkward third wheel. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually. I was going to say, you haven't mentioned him once in this thing. He's just watching oh, like, shit. Oh, I could have got that bow out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get a chance. He broke it. He's like, the bow's not that big. The seat is not that hot. Whatever. No, Lakshman. <laughs> Lakshman rocks back. Uh, but he, he kind of just takes the back seat for all this one. He's just partying. He's, he's chatting up chicks in the corner, being like, yeah, you know, Rama's all right, but uh, he ain't no Lakshman, if you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, he comes back, but he's he's chuffed, uh, and they all return home to Ayodhya, Ayodhya, where there's a huge party waiting there because obviously the whole kingdom can't come to, to Janak's place for uh, for the wedding, and they all go, go crazy, and they love Sita because Sita's lovable. So everyone's happy. And uh, and at this uh, at this festival, one of uh, Kakei, who's the second, who's the the favorite wife of Dasharat, wife number two, yep, and mo- and mother of Bharat, the second son, uh, she asks uh, Dasharat. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, one of her brothers. Sorry, one of her brothers, Kakei's brothers, asks for Bharat to spend a bit of time with them in their own kingdom, uh, just so he can learn about their customs and just you know. Just get, get back to his roots, I guess. Like, learn about his side of the family. And Dasharat, he's, uh, you know, he's he reluctantly lets him go because he's like, oh, mate, he's my son. He's my boy. My boy. Uh, but he lets him go and hang with his mother's side. <laughs> I've abandoned my boy. Yeah, he's spent <laughs> much time with his son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he goes and hangs out with his mother's side of the family for a bit. So all's well there, all, all is well over there. Uh, and then a couple of years go by... And, uh, and 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 Ram yeah. proved hanging out back then was like a couple of years, wasn't it? No, no, <laughs> was right. it like yeah, going shit. up at a, <laughs> for a weekend? No, no, a couple of years. Probably took but a couple of years to get to where <laughs> where he was going yeah, with his uncle. His, uncle. his uncle's like, "Oh, I'm old and dead now. Sorry, mate. Find your own way." 
I can't take you back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You are now stuck here. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and Rama proved to be a kind husband who was devoted to Sita and she to him. They were basically deeply in love and uh, couldn't separate them. They were all. God, you, can't do, you can't do no wrong, this guy, can he? He's, he's kicking it. He's kicking Make goals. us all look bad. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's a, some unaspiring heights, though. Like, first of all, you've got to have blue skin, so I'm out. <laughs> um, and I, I'm not sure that our mum dr- drunk the nectar either, so... <laughs> she drank something when she had us. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of wine. A lot of wine. <laughs> oh, kids! We're doing mythology podcasts. <laughs> Actual jobs. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, we have time for this. No traditional career paths. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, mother. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mumsy. And so, uh, so da- after a while, Dasharat uh, realizes that he's missing uh, his son uh, Bharat, and he longs to see him again. Yet, one matter worried him constantly. As in uh, Dasharat, he's worried about. Um, you saw that? Five minutes later. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, it seemed like our... Uh, no, it didn't seem like anything. My internet cut out. <laughs> Again, uh, powers at work that we can't solve, guys. <laughs> we can't help. Uh, we'll thank Malcolm Turnbull for that one. Thanks for our... Act of God. <laughs> awesome internet uh, libs. <laughs> Fucking Romania are laughing at us right now. Mm. Those like, damn how Romanians. Come you, how come your internet is so slow? <laughs> Was I, that I Romanian? Hello. Are you oh. Borat? Or... <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're back to it. Back to it. I do have listeners in uh, Romania, actually. Shout out to Romania. Yay, Romania. They had no problem That's streaming this no, episode. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're back to the story. Um, so Dasharat uh, missed his son uh, Bharat, who'd gone off to uh, spend a bit of time with his uh, his mother's side of the family, and he longed to see him. Uh, but another another concern uh, was pressing on his mind a little bit harder than that, and that was that Rama should be declared king before the return of Bharat. Mm. Yeah, okay. because. Yeah, because Dasharat wanted to avoid any arguments about which brothers should become the new king, like any sort of disputes. Yep, uh, yep. Which is weird because, you know, if you remember earlier, everyone was like, yep, clearly Rama's, Rama should be king. He's awesome. Let's do it. Even Bharat's own mum, Kakei, was like, yeah, clearly Bharat's, you know, the boss. Let him do it. Mm. Uh, but, you know, Dasharat, he still wanted to uh, to avoid any arguments and stuff. And so the elderly king called a council of his ministers, sages, and his allied kings and announced his decision to crown Rama, the king of Ayodhya. And the council discussed the matter and unanimous, unanimously approved his choice. So, uh, and then, you know, Rama himself was, uh, was called before the council, the assembly, and Dasharat officially acknowledged him as the heir apparent. So you're like, this is the moment where he was like, ah, yeah. There we go. Smooth sailing ahead, eh? Everything's lighting up for Rama. Like, he's good. But, you know, Dasharat being, you know, a little bit of a busybody or whatever, he's still anxious. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, ah, yeah. shit. He goes, Rama... Just come to, come to my personal chambers tonight. I'm still a little bit anxious about this whole thing. And uh, he tells Rama that he will crown him the very next day. He's just like, shit, I just want I just want to get this done. All right, let's just... It's retiring it. early. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. And so Rama's like, fucking, he's stunned. And uh, is that, that his father was uh, considering on, and, you know, even wanting to hold this coronation before Bharat returned uh, to be there for it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, all the, brothers, all the brothers love each other. And Rama's like, why would you do this, Dad? Bharat's got to come back and join in the party. And Darshanath's like, mate, we need to do this quickly. Because, like, these kinds of things have the power to create, you know, some pretty treacherous actions in people. Like, even the most loyal of people can, like, turn cloak on you uh, when there's a bit of uncertainty in the air. Like, you know, grabs for power and all that jazz. And so you got to hand it to Dasharat on that side of, of things because, you know, uh, you know how often does this shit go down? Like, you know, uh, power vacuums and stuff like that after, like, between rulers. So, you know, you go, all right, well done, Dasharat. He was thinking ahead. Yeah. You're a wise kid, wise kid. And so Rama uh, protests, but Dasharat's like, mate, my mind's made up. Uh, go and hang out with Sita tonight and prepare for tomorrow's ceremony. And, uh, and yeah, so it's all set up. So Rama is to become the king or the next king of Ayodhya. No worries at all. So this seems to be a perfect time. We'll take a little ad break. And uh, consider, consider Rama, King Rama. And we are back. Good to go. Good to go. Okay, so the king orders his ministers uh, to make all the necessary arrangements for the coronation. This is still that night, by the way. So Rama's left his room, and uh, Dashrath's not. He's not messing around. He's like, "All right, guys, let's get this shit. Let's get this party going. Like we're ready. We, we wanted. We wanted to happen." And then, um, and then he went to Kike's room to give the news to her. Um, and one of her, one of her, uh, her servants is like, "Oh, you know, your queen is in the chamber of protest." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> I tell her they can stop all these protests. Probably get rid of the chamber of protest. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's weird. Get that in the bud. <laughs> it's weird because the chamber of protest uh, was reserved for any queen with a complaint uh, to use, uh, but it hadn't never been used during Dasharat's reign. They never complained. Ooh. Never had a complaint. Or never voiced Ooh. a complaint, we'll say. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. You're not often gonna to complain to the to complain to the king. Yeah, seems yeah, bit of a pain in the ass to go wait in a room for hours on end until the king starts to go there. Where is she? Oh she's so she just sitting like, sitting patiently in this just chamber. Brooding. Just yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Got a complaint. At least you know what you're going into, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know you're in for it. Well, he knows because he, he makes his way there really anxiously. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. He's not getting blindsided. He knows what's up. I've dusted off the doorknob of this room. I'm in trouble. Oh, I'm in shit. trouble. So Kikei laid, uh, she lay sprawled on the floor of the chamber. Her hair was disheveled. Her jewels scattered across the floor. And she was weeping and lamenting. And uh, at this point, Dasharat slowly backs out of the room, uh, closes the door. <laughs> wise. Very wise. He is a wise king. <laughs> Think I left like the this. stove on, love. Shit. Well, See wow. you later. Well, you're busy. She is gone bananas. 
<laughs> I see you got some stuff going on. I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> cool off in there for a couple of weeks. I'll come back. <laughs> no, no Dashrat uh, is uh, didn't do any of that. <laughs> Comes on in. And, uh, and and he falls to his knees and strokes Kakei's hair gently. And he's asking, he asks her, who has upset you, my beloved queen? And you're like, that's, <laughs> like, that's a fucking mystery. <laughs> like, come on, mate. <laughs> what do you fucking reckon, you idiot? Like, why? What could have possibly made your, uh, your wife? The one big not... change that's happened <laughs> just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Uh, and she goes, "What do you think, mate?" Uh, goes, now, if you remember all those years ago when I saved you on the battlefield, you promised me two wishes. Now, this is Kakei talking to Dashrat. She goes, "You promised me two wishes. I'm calling in these wishes now, mate. And if you refuse them, then I'm going to kill myself." And you're like, Yo. "Fuck." <laughs> She's playing hardball. That's like, yeah. Call that bluff. Wow. And so Dasharat <laughs> remained yeah, no, Dasharat remained silent for a moment. <laughs> like, eh, eh. Do I need three wives? <laughs> uh, I've already got my kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but he doesn't do that. He flashes uh flash to the scene of the ba- of a battle long ago. And the god Indra Who's the who's one of the gods? Uh, god of lighting, lightning, and shit. Like you know, god of the heavens. God of lighting. <laughs> <laughs> lightning, lightning. Oh, this room would have so much better. Put a sky roof in here. Oh, open it up so much better. <laughs> Be great. God of lighting. I like it. And so Indra, he asked Dasharat to fight the demon Shambar. So like a- another vague description of you know demons. Is here. It's like a. Did he have like flippers a, yeah. for hands or <laughs> something ridiculous? A dolphin snout, and you're like, what? <laughs> Jesus, that's what dolphins sound like too, about. Uh, but yeah, just, just a bunch of shit. Uh, put Big bunny ears. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> Um, and so he was, uh, uh, Shabbar was plaguing the gods and Dasharat was, uh, was at the behest of, Ind- of Indra, uh, Dasharat, uh, went and defeated the demon armies and, uh, and, and, but was left lying severely wounded on the battlefield, uh, with little chance of, uh, of surviving. But Kikei, who had insisted on accompanying, accompanying him to the battle, uh, had him carried off to her tent and nursed him night and day until he recovered. And so the king had been so grateful that, you know, when he recovered, he said, look, Kikei, uh, you know, you did great stuff. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'll promise you two wishes, like just two, whatever you want. Uh, and she goes, you are alive, my Lord. Kikei replied, I need nothing else, but let me save these wishes. Let me just, just pop them in my pack, back pocket just in case I need them for later. He's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Dasha should have been like, mate, it, there's, there's a life, there's a shelf life of these. Like, yeah, there's a time just, limit. <laughs> yeah, you can't just, you know, pack it, pack it away for whenever you, for a rainy day. Like, you wish now. Uh, but no, Dasha, he can't really, uh, you know, can't really push back too hard. I mean, she did save his life. And, uh, and so, and so Dasharat chimes in, this is now, so we flash back out of the battle mm-hmm. and, uh, cause he knows what, he knows kind of what's up. He can kind of see which way the wind's blowing and he goes to Kakei and he goes, my love, you and Rama are dearer to me than anything else in the world. He's trying to bank a bit of sympathy for Rama. Cause yeah, you know, nice. Yeah. 
she's uh you 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 can kind of tell what the second wife of the king is going to want uh who has a son of her own so he's throwing his other wives and other sons under the bus just to oh yeah. no no only like you do <laughs> feel free nice. to cull those if you want if you got he's to. back <laughs> yeah. he's panicking need some knives in the dark they're, they're, they're not off, they're not off limits but uh rama and you oh you're my faves uh, but so knowing that uh, her wishes would uh, be painful to Grant, he's also an honourable guy, Dashanath, and he, you know, he he stands by what he promises, and he swears to 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 honour her wishes, what whatever they be, and yeah, so that that that's all good. And so Dashanath's like, all right, Kakei, what's your wishes? I'm ready for it. And then before he could even get the words out, Kakei is like, first, first. <laughs> I wish you to send Rama into exile for 14 years. <laughs> oh! oh. Seems like That's fucking it. Hammerfall. Shit. Oh, why did she have this chamber to think of all this in? <laughs> she, <laughs> she didn't have this bloody complaint chamber Ch- to think in. Fucking cha- complaint chamber. <laughs> chamber <laughs> of protest. Yeah, complaint oh, chamber. Oh my god. And he goes, and second, I wish you to proclaim Bharat as king. So you're like, alright, the second one makes a lot more sense. But you're like, fucking send Rama into exile for 14 years. You're like, fuck. Oh, brutal. She's definitely playing hard. <laughs> the king did know that something like this is going to happen. So he tried his best to get it under quickly. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know. And yet it still happens anyway. Still happened. So Dashrat, he's brokenhearted, and he could not believe the Kakei, who was always who, oh sorry, who had always said she loved Rama more than her own son, yeah. and had often suggested that he should be king. Over what Bart. the shit? What is she up to? And had now he was shocked that she now changed her mind completely. Are you like shock twist? Whoa! Mm. And you, it's not that far fetched, mate. But uh, it's weird. Like a couple of other accounts have. Um, have Kakei being kind of like manipulated by one of her servants, like an elderly servant woman who's just like, clearly Barat's the one who should rule. You should let him, like, make him king, blah, blah, blah. And, so, and she's like, oh, I shouldn't because Rama's, Rama's awesome. And the, yeah, there's stories that kind of have, yeah, her being manipulated into doing this. But not in this story. She's just like, nah, <laughs> I want Barat to be king. Uh <laughs> And, you, you know, you shouldn't give me so many wishes there, uh, Dasharat. Uh, but Dasharat, he's not going to push, push. Uh, he's not going to go with it so super easy. And he argues with Kikei throughout the night. But Kikei remains adamant. And she's like, mate, did I stutter? Uh, do what I said. Or, you know, I'm going to take my own my own life and go to Stabby Town. Uh, and then probably she would have had to, uh, you know, give him some sexy time as well, just to hammer home who was boss. And just, just like absolutely <laughs> take any 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 shred of resistance from him. Just be like, all right, you're fucked now, mate. Literally. Are you adding um, that to the story, Pat? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm tr- reading between the lines on this one. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to sexy up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, 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 hey, it's got that explicit rating for a reason, mate. Uh, there we go. We got to keep it up. Well, you th- yeah, you think Dashanath's like, oh, mate, that's my boy. Oh, I don't want to send him off. Oh, that's, that sounds a bit bad. She's like, mate, you're doing it. And just to shut you up as well, his little, uh, his little, ooh. A little fun dog. Nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, all right, but I'm not happy. <laughs> and she's like, it's like, I give a fuck, mate. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, done. Yeah. It's done too. Yeah. Call me, call me King Mother now. Or Queen Mother. 
Um, so when, mor- when morning came, the king was utterly worn down. I wonder what from. Uh, oh. <laughs> and he was distressed by the idea of losing his beloved son, Rama, in his old age. Because, you know, Dashrat's quite old now. 14 years. Yeah, you probably can't see him again. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, he does the grown-up thing uh, and doesn't speak to Rama at all. <laughs> Even when Rama rocks up for the coronation. Because yes. he doesn't know what's gone down during the night. Oh, you didn't get my nope. text, bro? <laughs> oh, man. And, and, and Rama looks at his dad, who's just like mute, just sitting there looking at him, just mute, just not saying anything. He's like, what's going on, dad? I was supposed to be happy. Why is it all awkward? Okay, <laughs> got your tongue, mate. What's up? What's, what's going on? And he goes, have I pissed you off in some way? Like, why aren't you talking to me? And uh, and, and no response. The king just look, he's, I don't know. <laughs> he's just, he's mute. He's out of it. Uh, and then Rama looks at uh, Kikei, who's standing next to Dashrat, and asks, have I displeased my king in some way, mother? Because he names her mother as well. And he goes, why uh-huh. does he look so, so run down? And again, why does he look so run down? Uh-huh. Kikei's magic badge. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Kikei looks at uh, looks at at, uh, at at Rama, and she's like, "Look, mate, you're a good kid. We all love you. Me more than anyone, <laughs> even more than my own son. You heard me talk about that a lot. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, yes. you're clearly, clearly most important to me." And he goes, "Your father's uh, so bummed because, yeah, you know, for reasons unknown, uh, you, that you have to be exiled for fourteen years, and that Barat, my son, uh, he's going to be crowned king of Aodia." I didn't have any part to play in this at all. I'm as sh- I'm as shocked as you, mate. Like, wow, what <laughs> transpired last night? <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> and Rama hears all this, and he's like, "Thank you for telling me, mother. There is no greater virtue than to obey one's parents. I will leave immediately. Barat will make an able king." And you're like, what the oh, fuck, Rama? He's what just turning it big time. He's running on the guilt, yes. He's taking that high road. Wow. He took a big, big chug of that benevolence juice. He's like, yeah, yeah I feel pretty good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to come back and murder you, but I'm not going to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone say regicide? Yep. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, no, he's, he's, but he's, he's, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a... Uh, He's he's chill. He's uh he accepts the uh well it wasn't really the command of the king because it didn't come from the king because the king's sitting there just like not talking to him. Uh, so it's a bit you know could be like uh, what the fuck's going on down here? But uh, yeah, it's weird. No pushback. Uh, he's it's like yeah, Dashrat was all good to go like the night before, and 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 he told you that he pretty much said yep, I'll see it. I'll see it. The thing. And then the next day, his wife, who's not your mum, is like saying, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He sits there looking like Thaden from Lord of the Rings when he's got worm tongue, like fucking whispering shit into him. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, despondent. Yes, yes. And you're just like, mm, don't have any questions. And oh, by the way, where's Rama's mother? Like, where's her in this whole thing? Her name's Kashalia, by the way. Like, where's she? Was she when this whole thing's gone down? She's like, oh, yep, no, this that sounds perfectly fine. She's but- probably still she's sleeping in. She was partying all night because there's something was going to be king. <laughs> oh, she's she doesn't even know what's going she, on. She's probably like, I'm going to the pro- the chamber of protest. Yeah. <laughs> she's just I'm sitting there waiting, there, right for, now. Wait, <laughs> waiting for Dasha to 
He's just like, mate, I'm going in that room. This room hadn't been used. (laughs) Last time I went in that room, I lost my son. Fuck off, I'm not going in that shit again. The shit room. Yep, and so Rama sadly said farewell to his heartbroken father and then went to his mother, Queen Kushalia, uh, to say goodbye to her and was like, you know, thanks for coming to bat for me, by the way, (laughs) mum. Fucking tight-lipped bitch. (laughs) Yep, no, no worries, (laughs) I love you. <laughs> love you. Um, but Rama, he doesn't say that, obviously. Because Rama understands now all that happened to bring Dashra to his decision and begged her to be kind, as in begged Kushalia to be kind to Dashra, who was deeply unhappy with Rama's exile. So he's like, Matt, mum, don't go off at Kakei or at dad for, for sending me away because, you know, dad made a promise ages ago and it's a bit unwise, but how is he to know that, you know, shit would go down like this. Kid's a saint, isn't he? Wow. Yeah. Too good in two shoes. Benevolent. He's got no edge. He's good. He's good. Uh, But although grief-stricken... Sorry. Although grief-stricken, Kushalia agrees with Rama and uh, praying for his happiness in exile. So she doesn't go with him. She's like, yeah, I'm going to stay in the castle, actually, mate. I like like rich people things. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not up for that adventure stuff. Goodbye, darling. <laughs> uh, and then Rama went to say goodbye to Sita, his wife, and to comfort her before uh, before he left. Uh, and she's like, oh, "What do you think? What are you thinking, mate? If you have to live in exile away from your family and all this awesome stuff, then I'm coming with you. Besides, how can I be happy in luxury without you?" And you're like, "Oh, Sita." Sita. Oh. That's a bit sweet. And then, you know, Lakshman, he's like, guys, I'm going to come along too. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> like, ah, mate. Oh, third the wheel. J- What's up? <laughs> the J.I. <laughs> Three's party. Three's a party. <laughs> Jesus. We didn't ask you, mate. <laughs> uh, we're trying, they're trying to leave uh, Aodia from a different <laughs> different gate. Yeah. He's like, oh, wait, where are they? Oh, shit. I literally lost you. It's like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> Uh, and he goes, Lakshman, <laughs> he's like, ah, hold up, you two. I definitely feel like being, uh, being, being a third wheel. I can't bear to be apart from you, Rama, or you, Sita, because you're pretty cool as well. I'm coming as well. The best of friends. And so, uh, yeah, so you got a, little, got a little trio there. And so Rama dresses himself like a holy man because he's so benevol- benevolent and shit. Uh, and he, you know, he has tangled hair, so he's, he's kind of like, think like uh, Gilgamesh when he went off to, uh, to find Utnapishtim. And he was like, mm. he wasn't just—he wasn't, you know, mourning the death of Enkidu, but he was like, mate, I'm gonna shed myself of all my, uh, all my luxuries, my, my, my kingly shit or princely shit. It's not kingly now, is it? Ah. No, <laughs> no kingship for you, Rama. Uh, so yeah, he sheds all his, all his awesome clothing and all that, and he's like, mate, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be really humble about me. He's just like, like, he was, it up. like yeah, yeah, like he was ever arrogant in this story so far. He's taking everything <laughs> yeah, on the chin. He's, yeah, he's doing well. He's catered to everybody's requests, ex- except for the demons that he fought. That's why. They're walking all over him, Pat. <laughs> he's going to stand yeah. up for himself. <laughs> he's got no spine, this kid. Yeah. Uh, and so he, uh, so the weird thing is, yeah, he's got tangled hair. It's all matty and all that. Uh, mat, uh, matty and all that. And he, he dresses himself in a leopard skin to cover his body. And you're like, a leopard skin? Fuck, that's still pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, I was me expecting else. like a pair of undyed cloth or something like that, but no, mm, he's, yeah, he's got some leopard. He's still, he's still, uh, he's still rich. Yeah. Like, he's gotten rid of, he's gotten rid of his good, his good dress. I guess it's rich people slumming it. They're still yeah. way better than yeah. actual poor people. He's not covered in <laughs> shit. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, he walks past any, any, any peasants in the fields. He's definitely like Monty Python. Be like, well, how do you know he's a king? Or how do you know he's royalty? Be like, well, he hasn't got shit all over him. <laughs> yeah. So he's basically um, going glamping. <laughs> he is, he is. The, yeah, because the the only way that a sort of like a casual observer would uh, would notice that Rama was a warrior was the fact that he's he's he's, he's got his quiver of ar- arrows uh, hanging on his shoulder and a precious bow, probably the magical bow that, that the old Vishy gave him when he went to um when he went to hang out with him for a bit. Mm. I guess the main thing, uh, the main point to take home about Rama is that he's shedding all his symbols that relate to royalty and his and his his political power. And he dons more the simple, meager attire uh, of, of, like, the hunter. Like, uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing his own thing. Yep. And so that very day, Rama, Sita, and old uh, J.I. Lakshman uh, left the kingdom. <laughs> that uh, actually sounds like a proper name. <laughs> J.I. Lakshman. <laughs> I know, shit. J.I. Lakshman. Yeah, they, they leave the kingdom of Ayodhya to begin Rama's 14-year in exile. And that concludes part one. Oh, <laughs> no. Of this 14-year story. Yes. <laughs> In year two. Uh, <laughs> is... Well, that actually ended at a proper spot to uh, continue a saga, didn't it? It's well, like, yeah. well yeah, exactly. It? I mean, it's, wow. it's, 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 you're definitely poised for that classic, you know, hero's tale, the hero's journey. <clears throat> Will he come um, back? I don't know. Well. <laughs> He's got two parts to try and do it, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Just two parts? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need that that complaint room. I mean, what's it called? The the complaint chamber? The the, complaint chamber. The grievance chamber? Chamber Chamber of of uh, protest. protest. The the complaint chamber. That's what we need. You'll have to to wait for... uh, uh, What's her name? Shit, I forgot it. Oh, my God. Uh, Kushalia. You have to wait for her to get out of there. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Rama's mum. Yeah, Dashnath's not going to that room. <laughs> He's in love with that room. It's a bad mistake, buddy. Yeah, Having that built. Oh, well. It's a very good story. That's the start. We're all set. We're all set. So it's it's kind of, you, you're strangely poised there because, mm. you know, you've got, you've got the main man, Rama, is uh, his, his star-crossed uh, lover in Sita, and, you know, his best bud. In in terms of Lakshman, they're all going off into uncertainty mm. into the wilderness. And he doesn't he doesn't uh, seem too faced by it. Oh, okay, see you guys. He's like, cool. I guess we're doing this now. He's just happy to get some fresh air. He's still over it. <laughs> Have happy your whole life, lucky. whole life turned upside down. He's like, yeah, mm. okay. Well, because oh, he's like a lemming. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm just gonna walk this way now. <laughs> lemming. Yeah. And it works because yeah. he's blue. He's got the blue skin going on. Mr. Pleb. Bombs going up around oh, him. He just keeps walking forward. <laughs> but you think you think what else is gonna go on? Like is Dashanat gonna gonna like harbour any ill will or ill feelings towards uh towards Kakei? And uh, you know, Bardat's still away. Like what's gonna happen like when when's he gonna come back? Like it's uh Well Pat, how am I gonna sleep now? Jeez a lot of stuff Lord. going on, mate. A lot of stuff. Oh. But yes, uh, yes, I, I, I wanted to get you on board for this one. Uh, yes, because I wanted to get Daniel on board for this one. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, no. but, yes. <laughs> Thanks, te- technology, more than anything. But hey, yes, uh, so we've started, we've finished the first one. Uh, cheering about that. Uh, yes, uh, stay, stay, stay tuned for part two. We're going to find out all about what Woo! happened in drama. A massive thunder if that comes through the mics. Yeah, we're about Ooh. to get shot on up here. Big well, thunderstorms.
Yeah. There you go. I'm surprised, the, I'm surprised the internet didn't cut out again. No. It's only the first <laughs> thing to go. <laughs> the gods are shining on us. Shining yeah. on us, Pat. Very nice. Oh, well. Vishnu's got us covered. He's preserving so this, this feed. have to wait to hear the part two. You'll have to wait uh, Ooh, for brutal. six days and seven nights. <laughs> You'll have to wait for next week for this one. Uh, oh, but yes, nice. it shall be great. But yes, uh, well, thanks for thanks for coming on again, Matt. And, Not a problem. Um, thanks for stinging me with a <laughs> three part. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, before I fun. let you go, I uh, I did the uh, I did the dirty dog thing and, and didn't give you a chance to to plug uh, plug the kanga cuffs, mate. So oh, yeah. oh the kanga cuffs. Well, I have a spot. Um, have a spot. Oh, you put me on the spot. I don't know that much. <laughs> well, if uh, you guys have workwear boots or do any work outside in the garden or work outside in general and wear work boots, uh, Kanga cuffs are for you. They stop stuff from getting inside your work boots. So any grime, dirt or debris or anything like that will stop getting inside and causing you discomfort. So hook onto our website at www.kangacuffs.com. Plug over. Is that it? Yeah, mate, that was beautiful. I thought your internet went out. <laughs> no, it did. Like... It did. Technical interference. Oh, did it? It did. It's still, it's still, it's about to drop. Probably, oh, it's unstable. Amazing. Internet is telling me, but you know, it's not unstable. Uh, Kanga cuffs quality. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> the quality of those cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's oh. it's great. It's it's one of those things, guys. That when uh, if you don't have cuffs to guard your boots, that's when you wish you did. Like there's so much shit. If you go, even if you go bush hiking or bush walking, um, you get shit all stuck in there. It's like this is fucking annoying. Uh, yeah. It just stops all that shit. <laughs> if you're doing any sort of work outside and stuff gets in them in your boots. You have to keep taking them off. It's wow, what a simple innovation Kanga cuffs are, and it's just wow, life saving in a way. In a way, genius. Yeah, I was on the I was on the brink before, but now. I'm cuffed. We've got Pat back, yeah. And we've now found a major sponsor for his show. <laughs> so we can keep plotting out these fantastic voyages across the Cha-ching. airways. <laughs> yeah, there's not much to change, but yeah. <laughs> Just with your help, uh, listeners, with your help. Yeah, we can all do it together, guys. Uh, beautiful. So with that, we'll end the episode and uh, we'll catch you again uh, next week, Matt, for part two. We won't do part two unless... All the cane cups are sold out. So it's up to you, listeners. <laughs> We're not doing a part two. Balls we'll start a court. new story and then leave you hanging again. And just keep doing that until we get some results. All right, guys? So it's up to you. Not above the, those sorts of ploys there, guys. So. <laughs> we are not. We are, very, we are not bloody Rama. We have no ethics or morals. <laughs> <laughs> benevolence what <laughs> none of that no. well, malevolence I don't know. <laughs> malevolence malevolence that's a, that's a word isn't it that that's means you're evil word. doesn't it that's malevolent yeah we're that we're... benevolent means you just like I super know. chill I was saying we're malevolent oh so we're we are malevolent pure evil malevolent five minutes later <laughs> see it is tricky isn't <laughs> oh, <shit>. it malevolent <laughs> momo <laughs> mommy <laughs> me me momo Shushitsu, shushatsu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You uh, promised me more money. I mow, I mow. Oh, uh, shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're, yeah, let's wrap it up there. We're going off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we're done. Right. 
Cheers, everybody. Uh, and and as always, make sure to like uh, like the podcast or like the episode. Uh, follow us uh, wherever you're listening, and leave us a comment. Let us know uh, how badly I butchered all these uh, these pronunciations because uh, <laughs> it felt really bad, really bad. Uh, but yeah, let let us know what's uh, how we're going. Just just say good day. Uh, get us on the Gmail, and uh, we're on social as well. Uh, yeah, do all that. But yeah, uh, other than that, stay safe, everyone. Have a good time. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to A Little History. Uh, we're an independent podcast, so it would truly be wonderful if you could uh, like or follow us wherever you're hearing A Little History today. Uh, and feel free to leave a comment below as well. Now, if you want to get in touch, uh, have any suggestions for future episodes, or you just want to send in your love, send it to a little history podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under a little history podcast. All right, we'll see you next time.